This episode of Luca's Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by PWCC. PWCC is currently running an unlimited free vault promo, which is running through July 31st through the end of the National. The vault is 100% free for all graded cards valued at over $50. There's no ingestion costs, no storage fees, and unlimited submissions. Just enter the promo code VAULT, V-A-U-L-T, when creating your submission to apply the promo. Luca Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronze Online. Cage, you, you recognize yo, the yo, card? Yo. Yeah, it's man. A, it's kind of like a culmination of uh, of national. And I, I'm driving back. I'm uh, I just crossed south of the border. Boom! Said, stop, take a picture. I said I'd rather stop at Chick Fil A. So that's <laughs> what I went and did. But I, I, I'm just feeling very uh, very blessed, very lucky. You know to cut you kind of using this this drive the 16 hour drive we got to meet a lot of people from our community put a face to a name to an instagram name we met a lot of tiger holders we got a pulse on you know what's happening in the hobby went to a few dinners met some people so uh, i'm using this drive and i'm curious kind of how your take on uh, a week removed right one week ago cage we were walking the floor um how you're doing, how you're enjoying the National Guest Series, the National Treasure Series. And Luca Nation, just so you guys know, uh, it takes a tremendous amount of work to put stuff like that on. So I wanted to just thank our guests. They've been amazing. They've been so easy to work with. Got to thank you, brother. You, uh, you're you one of the easiest people who's busy to schedule around. So I hope you guys are enjoying that series. I think it's going to get better and better and better. Uh, tune in. We're trying to keep it 30 minutes and less. Uh, really quick hitters. The Left Go episode is already a record breaker. People love it. Yep. Thank you, Luca Nation. Today's your PWCC episode. Let's you know what's funny is we, we we you know we we finished that episode with Adam, right? And immediately we like you know we let him go. It was a longer episode, and we were like, that's gonna be a good one because it's different. You know what I mean? It's not the same old stuff. And even he who you know he's now doing more hobby content. You know he's representing Alt and whatnot. Even he probably, if we got him back on to ask him one more question, would be like, "That was an interesting interview." It's not the same type of stuff that he was that he talks about, and you know, on on going on. It's not, "Oh, why do I like this '90s card?" You know, talk about tricks and tips used while he was on the air. You know, on local news and stuff. I mean, just it's um, it was it was definitely a cool thing. And the 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 best part is the folks we get to meet doing that series, folks that we got to spend some time with, tell some stories about our time together at National. Um, I have a question for you as you drive. Is Gary V still the I, only person who has turned down your request to come on? Is there anybody else whose spot we can blow up? No one turned it down. No one. You got no other no's. Um, All right. Well, I mean, look, that, that's Gary a good v, the, Even the Gary V thing is going to be like a no till we get a yes type of deal. You know how we run right. around here. No, yeah, you don't take no for an answer. That's well, right. I, I take this, it this, temporarily. This. You come back with different value prop, right? Like, we're hitting record listens time and time again. You want the support as long as they feel that you're valued. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Right? Keep it on. So, it's just a no to yes. A hundred percent. Well, I mean, listen, you're kind of going in and out a little bit, uh, but I, I, I think I got what you said, which is it's a no to yes. People want to help out. And then, you know, a series like this, what, what, what I have affectionately uh, 
<laughs> what I've affectionately, you know, termed and uh, named our national treasures series. Get it? Because of the national, you know, a little play on the national no, and the no, cards. No, national explain it, explain it to me. I don't get it. Okay, good. That's what she said. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, listen, we're, we're having some fun with it. I love the, uh, you know, the episodes. And I got to tell you, I miss it. I miss, I miss the national. It was fun, you know, getting to, getting to hang out with folks. Fun, you know, seeing people you know, who have, who have helped us, um, you know, for example, we got to meet Callahan, you know, our, our friend over at PWCC, Chris Callahan, got to meet him, say hi, you know, spend a couple minutes with him. And, you know, that's somebody who helps us with these episodes on a weekly basis. So, you know, just, just easy stuff like that. Right. You know, where it's just, it's somebody who is on the other side of the country from us. And, uh, you know, just to be able to spend five, 10 minutes and say thanks and, 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 and all, all that, that, that's a fun stuff too. So yeah, man, um, I, I like the episodes. I like what we're doing. Um, and you know, do we leave it out there? Do we, do we, do we have like a call to arms, a call to action for our, for our folks? We already did. We posted it last week. Hey, who do you want to have on? And Andrew did a very good job of reaching out to almost all of the people who you said, do we do we do we have you know another request? Anybody out there have a great idea? Somebody we should we should have on? Anybody? Please let us know. It, yeah, let us know for sure. Like, because it could be people that are hobby like intertwined in, in the hobby culture, but it could be also people we haven't had the privilege of meeting yet, right? And I think yeah. it's important to remember we haven't met everybody, and you're only one introduction away from meeting someone awesome. So what's been amazing about our community is. I think we have some of the most engaged, engaged listeners. So if you have someone that you recommend, send them in our DMs. Let's get them on. We've had we've had a couple. You know, we've had a couple. I see. I've seen the guest list. There's a bunch of people who haven't been on the show before, so that's definitely cool too. So we'll we'll be able to introduce folks to you know to people, who, and some have never been on podcasts. Some are like first time podcast that's, interviews. So you know that's a fun one too. That's right. Cage, don't think I'm ill prepared because I have three. Fire, absolute fire! If I dare to call plays uh, from PWCC Weekly Auction, and one of the reasons, Cage, I'm driving back today on a Saturday is so that tomorrow my fingers are free. Because here's what I'm seeing, brother. Uh, and I texted you, and you didn't answer me. But I, I'm curious. I something I pay attention to a lot, Cage, is mm-hmm. what cards are selling for PWCC mm-hmm. all whatnot eBay. Versus what people are asking for cards. Okay. And I see a dramatic disparity between people in our DMs or on the internet, their ask price versus the true value of what that card is worth. Okay. And what worries me is I think there's another downturn in cards. Yes. So how there's do you determine the true value? How do you determine true value? I would think you would take the average of, let's say, 10 sales okay. uh, over a certain period of time. If we're going with like a very liquid card, take the average of 10 sales. But here's the thing, Cage. I'll bring a card up like a Kobe PSA 10. It's called the Z-Force Boss card. That card, if you take the average of the last 10 sales, it's probably 350 okay. Last week's PWCC auction, I got it for 202 okay. So in markets like this, you know, we say... Um, you know, the, the term, it ended soft, right? Yes. Well, well we, we hear there's this downturn in the market, 30% down. But it doesn't happen all at one time. It, right. Some cards end softer than others uh, for whatever reason. There's a million reasons. 
So I think today's market will reward disciplined bidders, very disciplined bidders that come in, they find their 100 cards, their 10 cards, their one card, they set a price, and then they get it. I don't think this is the market to get into bidding wars, because what could happen in a soft market is the next comp of that same card could end soft, and you're almost overpaying because of the bidding war. I think it's a valid point. You did not text me all of that. What you said to me was, it's me, Andrew, Chicken Little, the sky is falling, and prices are 30 to 50% too high, and they're going to come down. That was what you said, which this I don't entertain I that. I don't entertain I that stuff. This I is I don't. You have to elaborate. And now with, we're very different. That analysis, I kind of tend to agree with. But I also don't blame people for posting cards on Instagram at a little bit of a higher price than what a, a liquid auction would sell at. I mean, a liquid auction, the reason why you put these things in these auctions is, you know, because you want to get out of it. Whereas, you know, a seller might be able to sell that same card for more than the last couple of sales because they're not in a rush to sell it. They're going to hold for their price and maybe wait for somebody who, you know, wants it bad enough to pay what their price is. So, I mean, I get it. it you know, I think what you're, what you're seeing here is, you know, an imperfect market with increased liquidity. You know, every, every week there are, you know, are way more ways to sell than there ever were before. I mean, you don't just have to go on eBay now and, and, and sell. They, we have all these auctions, obviously PWCC Weekly, you know, that we're going to talk about some items, you know, shortly. But, you know, you have all of these auction houses, you have, you know, you literally have millions of ways to, you know, to, to, to liquidation, whatnot. You know, remember you came on with that whole topic of like whatnot provides instant liquidity for these people and it's pulling prices and comps down, you know? Right. So, I mean, I kind of get that. Um, I think you could take it your way, which is that the true price of stuff is, is lower than what people are willing to sell it for. Um, you know, I think maybe, you know, instead what we're seeing here is we're seeing, you know, a lot more data points on these cards. So, you know, maybe the whole, oh, it's worth this. You know, there's a wider range of what it's worth depending upon when and where and how you sell it, you know? The kids, the kids are, they're in from the pool. We love to yeah, hear it. No, Ian just I, came in for a birthday party. I think he's yelling out at his sister in the yard and her friend saying, I'm up here. But it sounds right. like he's, yeah, he you know, is, big guy. he's looking big down, you know? Yell at Leah's friends. I like it. I'm That's up here, nice. ladies. I'm up here. Listen, I'm, in the, I'm in the penthouse. Come on up. I got, uh, I got four 13-year-olds in the yard. I got Leah and one of her friends, uh, one of her, her, her girlfriends, and two boys in the yard, in the pool. We got, you know, 13-year-old interesting stuff going on out there. And Ian, of course, comes running out of his room with a gun to go shoot them all. Was that a Nerf so or a water gun? Super <laughs> I, I, I think one of the things with just the word comps is yep. we think of comps as a set price versus a range of where this cards could end at. And I mm -hmm. think you also, in, to layer on top of comps, you need to know if it's a, a soft market or a strong market, right? A trace, silver, a trace silver in a strong market will, will sell differently not on a one-off occasion, but over uh, 10, 15, 20 auctions, then a trade silver might in a weak market. So I think yep. I think we're in a soft market. I don't think that's anything surprising to people, especially this week after National Cage on whatnot. All of our inventory has been ending light. And think about it. So not only have cards gone down and cost of living has gone up, you have people traveling tons of tons of tons of tons of miles to get to National. It's an expensive show. 
hotels are expensive. You do events. Get, getting there is the flight. Then you have holidays with your kids. I, I imagine we're going to see another four to six weeks of a, of a soft market. That, that's my prediction, just macro. Right, so people are trying to balance out their the the ledger, right? They're trying to, you know, hey, I just spent all this money. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sell some stuff. And I think what you're also seeing probably is liquidation of stuff that people thought might sell at national, and they didn't sell. Okay. So that brings prices down too, because it's one of those things where they didn't get what they thought they were gonna get at the national. So they're gonna liquidate it on whatnot, or you know, an auction place, or eBay, or whatever it is. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Um, you know, I gotta tell you, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Cage. I feel I will. that you're a you're a little bit in a in a tower, you know, looking over. <laughs> you're not buying the thousand dollar cards anymore. But if you were, if you were, yeah. what ones stick out to you from this auction? Oh, okay. I mean, that's um, price range wise, right? So, I mean, listen, you're right. I, I have some tower cards here. The one card that stuck out to me the most, right, is believe it or not, it's a it's a vintage card, and it is not a thousand dollar card. It's significantly more than that. But it is. Um, I own one of these, and mine is not as nice as this. Mine's a PSA four. This is an SGC five, and it's one of the nicest fives I've ever seen. It's it's one of those places where SGC, you know, you have to give them their due. In vintage baseball, they know what they're doing, and um, you know, this is a nineteen ten, you know, nineteen oh nine. This is a ten Piedmont, the T two oh six Ty Cobb portrait with the red background. It is one of the cleanest examples of this card that I've ever seen. Like this is, you know, I mean, borderline premiere worthy. Just to, you know, even take a look at it. If it's not your bailiwick and it's not where you want to be, um, you know, just take a look. This is like museum art, and it also is just a great example of like a beautifully centered card. Um, a little surprised, you know, that this item didn't have you know eye appeal because I would put eye appeal on this. I would put a PWCC designation on this one. I mean, it's mid grade, so it's not going to be you know six hundred thousand dollars, but it looks like. I mean, it's it, the centering on it is gorgeous for for these cards. The centers not this even is the a, color. This is, really is a nice. card you know pretty well, Cage. Yes. This is a card you own. I own. Yeah, I have a PSA four. This one is significantly nicer than my copy. Significantly wow. nicer. So let's yeah. talk about that. Would you upgrade? I would consider it. Yeah, especially at the price this is at now. Because I can tell you, I wouldn't sell my PSA four for the price that this SGC five is at, and this is a nicer card. So. Casey yeah, I would consider game. upgrading. He's, he loves this little game. This is what he actually bought for a long time. This is what the game you played, right? Yep. Yeah, 100%. I, I believe you owned a lower-grade mantle, and then you upgraded to the 5. You owned the Jordan I Star, did. upgraded to the 10. Yeah. I mean, that's... Owned a, owned I, there a, are certain... Owned a, a Zard 9. Will he upgrade to the 10? Maybe soon, you will find out very soon. We'll see how soft the market really is. You know what I mean? We'll see how soft the market really is. And then we'll go from there. Um, you know, is now a time to buy Shohei Otani? That's an interesting one, right? I mean, they are, they are out of the playoff race. Nobody's watching those guys. And, um, you know, it, I got I to gotta ask, is now the time to be looking at Shohei stuff? You know, does he change teams in the offseason? Does he change teams, you know, next year? He still has some he still has some time left on his contract. But, you know, in the beginning there, that, that team ran off to a uh, 
you know, to a good start and look like, you know, we might have some playoffs. Now you got Trout injured. Otani's name was being thrown around as, uh, you know, potential for trade. And the Otanis in the weekly auction really run the gamut. If you're a high-end Otani, there is a really sick Topps Chrome gold refractor out of 50, numbered out of 50, in PSA 10. Auto. So this is there's a pop of 11 of these in PSA 10. That's obviously not a cheap card. It's currently sitting at $7,000 for the auction. But you know the red jersey pitching one? You know the, the 2018 Topps, uh, the update? Um, Ian has one of those and it's one of those cards that we, we take to the show and you know, we take that to the show and it, you know, it's in his case and people are always going through the case and they don't love the 2012 prism PSA nines that I gave him from our orders. He used to make fun of me about giving him the nines. Right. But everybody takes this card out. Otani rookie PSA 10, the cool red Jersey one. And it's sitting at $78. So, you know, you got that one as a potential, uh, you know, a potential Otani play. And there are several other, you know, Shohei's. I don't know. Is is this the time? The uh, if you wanted to do SGC ten, the twenty eighteen tops pitching card of him. Are you with me? Or is, is that a little you were. I think you're coming back now. Your 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 videos your videos completely frozen. And we hear a lot of. It sounds like an old Nintendo game. You were great there for a while. Now he's gone. I'll talk to you about another one here, guys. The 2018 Tops number 700 Shohei Otani. Um, you know, there's a really nice one of those. It's $31 in a 10. I mean, there's various grading companies grading these. There's, you know, there's CSGs. There's a whole bunch of fun ones. I mean, you know, there's uh, the Heritage, the Tops Now, PSA, SGC, you know, CSG. There's a ton of Otanis here. Got a lot of loud background now it's like uh, i don't know if it's air conditioner i don't want you to drive without air conditioner you'll die but it's very loud now much louder than it was now this muted so that's good stuff guys andrew is a trooper about, he wants to get home that's all right go ahead do your thing i hear i hear you pretty well i, I have good service good. i'm surprised that i hear uh, you too no i hear you too I'm great right now doing very I'm good now. it's not working Okay, cool, cool. Uh, my thoughts, here's my two cents on Otani Cage. Is, Shoot. Um, what I noticed with baseball, and good, we're back, full bars. Yep. Um, and I apologize, guys. Thank you for bearing with us. Uh, you have to be more precise on your entry. So because demand feels smaller for baseball, even if we're going to Otani, like the demand for Otani is more than, you know, O'Neill Cruz or, or whatever these prospects are. So you have to be more precise with your entry, whereas a job, because of how much marketing is behind them, you're able to get in. I would wait a little bit longer for the Otani market. I really would, man. I think a December or November time frame to buy Otani, maybe there's amazing deals. I don't know that market that well. Uh, for like the gold, for example, that's a gorgeous card. But I still think that there might be might be more downside where you could come in. My sense on baseball. No, I mean, I, I listen. Here's the thing, right? You, you got to start thinking about buying stuff when no one else is buying it, right? So if you wanted to talk about, you know, quarterbacks in this draft, in this uh, in this draft, quarterbacks in this in this, you know, auction, I would imagine, and I could be wrong, but I would imagine that most people are looking at their quarterbacks now. You know, the Hall sure. of Fame game just happened. The Raiders won. They might. I don't think I'm gonna be saying that a lot this season, but the Raiders won, and you know, people are looking at stuff. We talked about this last week, but it's it's actually ending tomorrow. 
there are some sick Herbert jerseys. Uh, sick cards on, you know, one of them's the jersey patch, the 2020 National Treasures crossover Herbert RPA out of 99 in the BGS 9.5. There's also the Optic uh, Contenders Orange out of 50, the rookie autograph in BGS 9.5. But my favorite one, the gold Justin Herbert Panini Mosaic rookie out of 10, the true gold. There's six of them in PSA 10, but only 10, obviously, ever of the of the card. All of those are in the same price range. They're all in the same, you know, the same vicinity, um, you know, approximately $6,000. But there's a ton of Herbert cards. There's a ton of Burrow cards. You know, there's a ton of these guys. Um, one cool one that I like that won't break the bank for you, um, I got two fun ones for Herbert. If you were looking at your computer, man, I would show you this one. This one ends tomorrow. I really like this. 2020 Panini Rookies and Stars. It's not, you know, a set that anybody chases, right? You know, but it's one of those cool. This one's called Stellar. It's a Stellar Rookies. So pink, Justin Herbert. It's numbered out of 50. It's a really cool color scape. It looks like, you know, 80s neon, you know, and it's an SGC 10. There's only one of those out there. Pop, you know, pop one in SGC 10. Real cool card. And there's also a Donruss uh, 2020 in a PSA 10 Herbert in canvas it's like the canvas card which is not numbered but it's a cool parallel of his Donruss rookie and those are sitting at 110 bucks 130 bucks you know for for 10 herbert rookie cards so if that's your guy there's some cool stuff in here i got one for you, you what do you think yeah what do you think of herbert you know everybody went for these the mosaic Silver Prism, so the debut one, right? So it's uh, the lesser of the two, but Mosaic Silver Prism Rookie PSA 10 for Herbert. What does that go for? I think it could go for 100 Yeah, that's what it's at, 100 bucks right now, anything tomorrow. Those are cards. I mean, people are grading those things like crazy, crazy. That's a cool card if Herbert's your guy. I think he's going to have a very good year. Got any other fun stuff? Because I got a bunch of cards I can go over. There's another cool Eusebio. You're, you know, I asked you about him once, and you were like, "Yeah, he's not so great." But there's another cool Eusebio from 1966 World Cup in a BVG holder, which is pretty cool. It's funny. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like Mike Tyson's punch out in between rounds. They used to like talk to the fighter and you know, like read it. It's like you know, hey, here comes a TKO from Tokyo. Says uh, Piston Honda, and it would it would try to it would like read it. It was like a computer. That's what this kind of sounds a little bit like. It's reminding me of that. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> but he's coming back. He's coming back. While he's gone, guys, one of my favorite cards in this auction. I mentioned it last week. It's ending tomorrow. It's an optic downtown gold vinyl Lamar Jackson Let's one go. of one. That's the sick that's card. The, that was the one. So. I have three cards, and I apologize, Luca Nation. Honestly, you're doing I'm good, man. Through Bumblefuck. No, it's good. You know what happens? You're fine right now, and then it just kind of counts out. But you got to okay, do good. better, Streamyard. You got to do better. But so <laughs> yeah, I do three your plays thing. with like a little bonus one. So you hit the first one. I'm not going to beat it. So Go. That Lamar card is sick. Gold mm-hmm. vinyl, PSA 10, and, and you guys got to remember, Lamar lost three of his biggest weapons last year going into the season, like a week before. They're getting all those weapons back, and I think they're a little hungry. Uh, we had left go on. He talked about how the Ravens always start out hot as well. So that's one. Number two, Cage, can you pull this card up? I need you to. 
uh, tell sure. me what you think, all right? It's just type in Gretzky. Just type in You got Gretzky it. Or Gretzky. I, I don't think there's nothing Gretzky. This is the nicest Gretzky OPG 2 I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh, there's a 2. You're looking at 2. It look, A 2 that looks like a 7. Look at that This is a nice page. card. Yeah, it's the top right corner is where they're, they're dinging it. It has the PWCCI appeal of an E, which is the top 15%. This is a really nice card. The centering on this is gorgeous. This is like the very definition of I appeal. You know, somebody was watching this and thought they were getting a steal, and now we are bringing attention to it. It's currently sitting at $700. From a centering perspective, this, this looks like a 9 this it's, is a, a gorgeous, gorgeous card. Yeah, this is really nice, man. Seven hundred bucks right now for Gretzky rookie. So, yes, someone's getting a steal, but we have to shed light on it. That's amazing. Number the seventy nine OPG Wayne Gretzky in in a PSA ten. So, guys, there are other I appeal ones in this auction. There's a seven. It's at seventeen hundred dollars. There's um. There's a five. These are some nice cards. But if you look at the five, the two looks nicer. And that's an eye appeal five. It's actually a nice five. The coloring's nice on it, but it's off-centered, especially compared to that two. And what's funny is the PSA eight that's in this auction, the two you just found, I think is better centered than an eight. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And what, what you love to see with that, Cage, is watch how they move in conjunction to each other, right? You don't even have to bid on them to kind of watch. I mean, when you have four of them in one auction in different grades – it's always fascinating, and maybe the two gets lost in the sauce, or maybe people flock to the two, and you're able to still get a five at the end. You know what I mean? It's, a, yeah. it's an opportunity. Great Number card. Three. Great find. Number three. So let's put aside who we think is the next whatever in the NBA. And I just think if we're investing in an era, Devin Booker's era of cards is a little bit more attractive than Tatum. Way more attractive than Luca and Zion in terms of parallels, in terms of just cards out there. And there are two gorgeous, gorgeous uh, patch autos of Booker. One's a BGS 10, which is just off the charts. The yeah, other's nice. a 9.5 out of 5. And there's two Prism Devin Booker cards. I think there's an orange that's a BGS 10 as well. I think I, I still am a believer. I'm, I'm a big believer in Booker. Uh, the Suns, I think they're, they're one move away, and I still think they're a young team with a good culture. So we could talk about Booker, the player. But just from an era, 2015, man, there's not a lot of cards from that era. There's not. So when you're buying into this guy, if you hit and Booker does, you know, finish third or second or even first at MVP voting next season, I think there's, for the amount of demand for his cards and the available supply, that's a card that you can really move. You can get a card from fifteen hundred to two thousand. That if he does at exceed potential, exceed what he could do, ten is it a ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollar card? I think so. I kind of like so, what you're what you're doing there, right? Instead of saying we're gonna we're gonna make a bet now and bet on a quarterback for the year, right? You're gonna make a play on Booker, right? This is one of those things where you're saying, all right, his cards are beat down a little bit. They didn't make the finals. You know, he didn't have the, the run that they thought they were going to have. And, you know, especially coming after the year before, you thought if they took a step forward, maybe they'd even win a championship. Your play on Booker is his card prices are beat up a little bit, but he's still awesome. And layering in that there's less 
of of those years cards than there are you know of of other years um depending on what kind of card you buy non-numbered you name it you still got the potential for some sort of a trade a durant a Kyrie, or something going on there that that could work in his favor but even if it doesn't you're you're betting on a bounce back year of booker and the way that he's played i mean i think that's probably a good bet um you know i'll i'll name a couple of things but there's one thing i wanted i hope what'd you say i couldn't hear you how is Booker different from Josh Allen, right? Like, we talk about these quarterbacks. People invest in Josh Allen now, but he also yes. didn't win the Super Bowl. He fell short of these ridiculous expectations we have for every single player. The difference is Josh Allen has gone like this so far. His trajectory has been straight up. He came out and was a project. He was an athletic freak. He didn't throw the ball that well. Then he won. Then he won more. Then he won more. And, you know, so next this this coming year, people are going to expect him to now go to the AFC Championship game or better, maybe even win an MVP um, this year. If that doesn't happen, his cards will probably come down from the position that they are. That's where Booker, Booker, you know, Booker took his team to the finals. And I think coming into this year, the expectation was, all right, he'll take the next step forward and win. You know, maybe he'll actually win one and he didn't. So now you're seeing... You know, he's about a year ahead of, of where Allen is in that trajectory. And, you know, when it didn't succeed, it kind of came down a little bit. So basically what I'm hearing here, and tell me if I'm wrong or I'm deciphering or paraphrasing it differently. Shoot. Cards are a big game of Sonic the Hedgehog. And you have to beat every level. And yes. if you don't beat that next level, yep, you're going to lose all of your chips. I you're agree with that entirely. Up. I agree with that entirely. Wow. I think you're 100% right. It is it is the the potential and we talk about momentum, right? You know, these guys it's it's difficult once the momentum stops to pick it back up. Um, you know, Mahomes is a great example of just continued momentum and even he has hit a little bit of a hiccup cuz no Super Bowl the last couple years, you know what I mean? Um, but he's never even he's never even played a, a a road playoff game. Like you can't do much better than what Mahomes has done here. Um, Lamar Jackson you know, great first couple years and won an MVP, but, you know, has faltered here. It's it's hard. We're talking about Lamar now as like a bargain buy. You know what I mean? Even though he's already – he's got more MVPs than any of the other quarterbacks that people are really running up in price right now. It's hard, though, once that, you know, upper momentum, you know, stops to pick the train back up. Maybe he does. Maybe Lamar goes out there and runs and throws for 50 touchdowns this year and only has a couple interceptions, goes out and plays for his money. And they, he wins an MVP and a Super Bowl. All of a sudden, Lamar's cards are not going to be priced where they are now. But it just takes that type of a monumental kind of comeback to get the, you know, the train back on the tracks. Can I, I point out? Ask, yeah, yes. go ahead. I mean, uh, you can ask questions. There's one. There's one guy you that, know better than anybody. But go ahead. That Optic Gold mm-hmm. vinyl PSA 10 one of one Lamar. Yep. Yep. What's your true thoughts on that cage? Because from an aesthetic perspective, it's a sick card. Yep. You just pulled a one of one. So you're you you've got those Ian hot hands. Uh, you pulled a out of twenty five. I apologize. Out of twenty five is that close. My apologies. Ian did pull you, a one of one in Friday breaks yesterday, by the way. Wow. So I was like, how is he in my we haven't even told anybody yet where how's he in our house? It was it was from we a, talk every day. I know you like my brother. It was a, it was a UFC. It was just somebody I didn't even know. It was like a rookie from UFC. So I'll have to look him up and see if he doesn't suck. But that card, I know what you're saying. I love the card. But I'm the wrong person to ask because I'm not a Kaboom or a downtown lover, but people love them. It is an ultra-popular insert. Gold vinyl people love. It's a really cool coloring, so it's a great combination of gold vinyl 
on the downtown insert that people love, and it's a rookie. So, I mean, you, you have rookie, gold vinyl, downtown. It's got a whole bunch of boxes to check, which is why it's at where it is. But, yes, if you were asking me, you know, there are some really cool other Lamars in this auction that I might look at instead. But only because downtown doesn't hold the same place for me that it holds for a lot of collectors. Kabooms don't hold the same place for me that a, a lot of other collectors. Shoot. It bothers me, but it doesn't bother you. So, like, the inconsistency of the parallel numbering. So, like, sometimes gold vinyl is out of five. Sometimes that's out of three. And sometimes it's out of one. Yeah, it does bother me. But, you know, this is a one of one, you know. So, it is what it is. <laughs> You know, right, a couple, I'm, I'm couple of fun one. ones. I'll ask away on yours, but a couple of fun ones. Number one, if you're a Durant believer, right, and you've seen the PSA 10 of his chrome refractor come down a little bit, there is a BGS 10 of his refractor, um, you know, with three tens. Obviously, the surface is the nine five on this um, and it's sitting at, you know, it's under ten thousand dollars, which is, you know. That Can I PS- ask our audience something real quick? Yeah, they're not going to answer, though, because we're not live. But go ahead. Don't answer the comments. If you guys were going to bump a BGS-10 to a black label, what is the 195 that you would prefer? Like, do you want the surface to be a 95, the corners to be a 95, the edges to be a 95, the centering? Which subgrade do you prefer to be a 95? That would be the highest likelihood to go to uh, get it's a good question. I'm curious to see what they say. I'm curious to see what they say. So, um, Kobe, Kobe has some amazing, amazing cards. The Flair Showcase jersey number is insane. I'm bidding on that card. I actually like one other one that I've I've never seen before in this condition, and I don't know if I ever. I think I've seen it in other conditions. It is just a cool, cool card because it is the blue X Fractor, which is numbered to ninety. But why this one's awesome. Do you know what the 2005 Topps Chrome Kobe looks like? Yes. You know the card he's, he's done? Exactly. But do you remember what color jersey he's wearing? Light blue. MPLS. Light blue. So this card Dude, is I'm, basically... Go ahead. Are you bidding Kobe on this? Did I blow up... Kobe Trivia. Kobe Trivia. Sign me up. Did I blow I'm, up your spot on this card? No, this I'm card not bidding on that one. This card is sick. It is a blue X-Fractor. So it has some gold in the blue, right? Because it's obviously it's a Lakers. It's got Lakers gold. So it's got these like gold sparkles in it, like almost like a checkerboard type. But he's dunking, wearing that blue Kobe jersey, wearing that blue Lakers jersey. And the whole card is blue. So it's a color match on the card. And it's a PSA 10. There's only two 10s. And that card, which, you know, is rare as hell. I, I, and it's gorgeous, a color match. It's sitting around 1000 bucks right now, which for a Kobe card that's already numbered to 90 with you know this cool color match on there it's just that's a cool card man and you got the 1997 skybox z force big men on court everybody loves that card right kobe and this is a mike mike baker black yeah the mike baker black on there and that's only 1600 dollars. but can i be real with you yes be Uh, real big men on court is just a weird tagline for me I, i was gonna bet on it but i didn't love like that it didn't do it for me you know what i'm saying you like the Flair Showcase Guaranteed Fresh. Yeah. Or like I mean, Boss. But like Big Man on Court. It's like, that's not what I'm going after. You're not a big man on the court? Yes, you are. No, I'm not chasing Big Man on Courts. I mean, there's some cool stuff. 1998 Pro Mags. Kobe. PSA 10. Pop 105. $45. I mean, there's just some really cool... See, 
So this auction has some cards that I would look at. Um, I hope I'm not killing you on these because I know these are what you try to pick up. But like, you know, a year, a year and a half ago, people were sending in Kobe cards to PSA to grade. They're not going to send these cards in anymore, but they're getting them back. And there are PSA 10s of these, like an 03 Tops Chrome. It's, you know, that's a cool set, right? It's Kobe. It's, it's, it's LeBron's rookie card. The Kobe's also another cool one. He's kind of like dunking it one-handed. Everybody knows the set. It's an iconic, you know, set. And you got a Kobe PSA 10 for like $40. I would take advantage of some of these, you know, some of these cards that are here. You know, the 08 Upper Deck Lineage that looks like an old uh, 1991 Upper Deck card. You know, just cards that I've never seen. Upper Deck Choice Year in Review. PSA 10 Kobe, that's $19. You got an Excalibur one, that's 30 I mean, there's just some really cool Kobe PSA 10s in this that will not break the bank. I don't know. I, I think you're, you're going in and out a little bit, so I'm just going to run through some really quick stuff. Um, you know, you mentioned the OPG Gretzky 2. There's an 8 in here, which is just, I mean, a really nice-looking card. Um, we talked about the Herberts. Uh, we talked about the Otani. There is a 2007 Topps Chrome Red Refractor Tom Brady out of 139 in PSA 10. Um, you know, non-rookie Brady's have been selling for all-time highs recently. This is a really cool-looking card. Um, so it's just another one to kind of take a look at, um, you know, that you just don't see that often. Go ahead. It's a little bit frothy. It's a little bit frothy. Okay. So I think what you said was Brady's non-rookie card worries you because the market on him is a little frothy. I think. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Um, okay. I mean, listen, that that's fair. It's frothy for a reason, I think. I think people are really going after these cards. So, um, yeah, I mean, some really nice stuff. Any other ones that, that stuck out to you? You had your three. The Flair Showcase. I'm going to tell people that I'm bidding on the, There's a 98 Flair Showcase Kobe. Uh, it's about 1,200 right now, and it's his jersey number eight. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous Flair Showcase. You know, I love that set. And it's the serial number is eight out of a hundred, which I think is super cool. All right, he's kind of going in and out a little bit. Cool card that's not going to break the bank, only a couple thousand bucks. 2018 Immaculate Collection Luca RPA out of 77. It's in a PSA 8, which there's two of, and I don't think there are any PSAs graded higher than this. A real cool Luca. You know, RPA rookie sitting at about $3,000. Same thing, wow. same price, basically. 2020 Flawless Gold Jaw Patch Auto. This is one of those cards that if you showed me at a show, excuse me. The 10-10? Ten, the ten, ten? Is it the 10-10-22nd ten, ten, uh, year? It's the 10th, so it's, it's a super sick card. It's Jaw National Treasures. It's not rookie, but it's dual... Uh, it's a PSA 10 with a 10 auto, uh, with the patches, like, uh, kind of like an S really, really, really sick card. Luca nation. I think that's, I think we're going to wrap there. 35 minutes. Wow. 38 minutes. We, uh, I'm on the road today. Kind of capping my national trip. I wish I had a vlogger sitting here to my right to capture all this habit. I'm on YouTube. Okay, Dude, you did good. Drive okay. safe. That John Moran 10, 10. That's one of those cards. Someone showed me the show and told me they paid twenty five grand for it. I wouldn't be surprised. 
Everybody loves Flawless. It's a vertical patch. Yep. It's out of 10 gold, you know, jaw with a cool patch. I think it, it's part of the word Grizzlies, I think, on the patch, two colors. And it's a pop one of one. Like, what? I mean, I, I, I now wish I could go back in the DeLorean five minutes and not talk about this card and bid on it myself. I mean, just a, a sick card. A 2020 a National Treasures Horizontal LaMelo Ball rookie out of 75. Sitting also, same price. I mean, these, you know, I'm, I know it's not, you know, this is not pennies, but these are some Mello really nice cards. Tell me why. He, he lost his biggest weapon. Uh, <coughs> he Bridges lost his big weapon? Well, Bridges, you know, like, LaMelo's not a great shooter. He's a great passer, great ball handler, and he needs that athletic kind of, you know, go to the hoop, throw an alley-oop, and Bridges isn't going to be playing next year, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I, he, should, he shouldn't be playing couple more fun ones, guys, before, you know, Andrew hangs up. Just some, I mean, just different different price points. Under $2,000, more than 1000 under two. Two things that stuck out for me. If you're a breaker, there are items in here that you can use for breaking. If you want to do a high-end break, there's a 2000 SP Authentic Football sealed box. That's Brady's rookie year. Yep. Sealed box between 1000 and $2,000. How about an 01 Upper Deck Legends Legendary Jersey Bill Russell Patch Auto out of 50? BGS 8.5. Pops 1 of 7. There's only 10 graded higher. Under $2,000. Is this the week? You know, Bill there's Russell? There's a lot of Bill Russell stuff. Not all good stuff like that. There's a lot of Prism stuff. Uh, people people are smart. They liquidate on, on the news. On some, the of news. These, some of these items. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's crazy to see, you know, some of these items, and maybe you're right. Maybe these are selling for the price they're at because there's a lot of people looking to liquidate. But there are there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, cards on here that I'm surprised are priced as low as they are. One before I let you go because this is your guy. Is Jaron Jackson no longer collectible? Is he dead from a hobby relevance perspective? Jaron Jackson so. Jr. No, because he talk to me about him. He's not that expensive. Like it's not. He's in Marvin Bagley territory, but he's okay. significantly better, man. He's uh, he he's been good every single year. It's not. So like do you think the Grizzlies, player. the Grizzlies, you know, they 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 start to they pick up where they left off, and he actually plays and is a beneficiary of it, or is it money thrown down the drain to invest in him? I don't. So it could be money thrown down the drain. He doesn't check all the boxes. But it's not like you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars like people are paying for a Trey Lance, for example. Correct. Um, I think you're right. So this is one of those we talked about, right? Yeah. We talk about the momentum, right? So his momentum has come down a little bit. The guy is great. Andrew will tell you. The guy shoots 40-something percent from three. He's a backbone of the team. He's a seven-footer. He's impossible to guard. He does all the right stuff. Gets injured a little bit, and he's on the right team. An exciting young Grizzlies team that already has had some success. It got some great talent around him. The best card people usually go after for rookies, right? Whether you're investing in Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, you name it, is the National Treasures RPA at a 99. The true. I doubt it breaks, I doubt it breaks 2K. It's under two. It's actually at fifteen hundred dollars right yeah. now for a Jaron Jackson Jr. RPA out of 99 BGS A5 with a sick patch. Just a really cool, not a napkin, not a one color, like multicolor, really nice patch with a really nice 10 auto. BGS A5 grade at fifteen hundred bucks. If that's somebody who you're interested in taking a flyer on, you can't do much worse than that. Uh, you know, you can't do much better than that. Um, you 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 got thirty seconds. You want to bounce? 
Yeah, I have one more that's in your wheelhouse. Boom. Killian Mbappe. Talk to me about Mbappe. Because there is a 2017 Topps Chrome refractor of his. You know his rookie card, that 2017 yep. Topps Chrome, his first one refractor in PSA so, 10. And so it's sitting at $1,400. Shoot. If, if there were two, so Kobe was probably the card that was subbed the most in 2020. Like we're talking about just card, right? Like high-end stuff yep. all the way down. I'd say Mbappe was second. So what what happened? His market was crazy because when everyone was chasing him, there was no supply, right? And then yep. literally almost like overnight, no one was chasing him and supply just came from everywhere, right? And I think it's leveled out a bit. Like I don't think there's you're going to see a ton of PSA 10s of you go all the way from his – 2018 World Cup to his 2017 Chrome, but I think his demand will still increase. He's still he's the one who checks all the boxes. He went for a World Cup, a huge media personality. So I think his supply has leveled off. His have probably found a floor. Unless I think something old. I think this is near the all right, so we lost them there, guys. But basically, I think what he's saying is that we had a kind of like a convergence there where everyone was submitting him. There was no cards of his yet. The, the, the supply wasn't there. The demand was. The prices went crazy because of it. Then all, all of a sudden, all the people who subbed you know, stuff to PSA, the, just this huge amount of supply hits the market, it, it, way more than the demand. The price came down. I think he's 100% right. I think a card like this, this 2017 Chrome Refractor, anyone who was going to submit these has submitted it. And the stuff that's coming back from PSA is now back. Um, when you combine that with the fact that, as Andrew said, the World Cup is coming down the road, I think now might be a time to take a look at, you know, at Mbappe's stuff, um, you know, if you want to bet on him for the World Cup. And, uh, and, and I think Andrew hit the nail on the head on all that. Just some of it was a little, you know, shaky there. I could hear him. I don't know whether you guys would, would be able to. So, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that I kind of relayed what he was saying there. But yeah, I mean, and that, that's another episode. Um, Andrew from the road, man. He's a trooper. A trooper. And that's, uh, you know, enjoy. Good luck in the PWCC Weekly Auction. We'll be back tomorrow with our fractional report brought to you by Collectible. Take care, everybody. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now eh, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.